Welcome to the CodeCast Podcast. Real-world insights for your daily medical coding and billing processes. And now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CodeCast Podcast. Today, my name is Terry Fletcher. So I was trying to think of my topic today, and it's interesting because after over 300 and some topics, I usually have one ready to go, and I always have it different or a variation of something I have done before, but still different. And it's interesting because I know I've talked about medical nutritional therapy before and some of the things, mostly in the um, setting of telehealth because it's on the list. But one of the things that happens a lot, and I don't know if this happens to you, but I'll get questions through my coding corner. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that is an online coding service. And you can ask unlimited questions through email for a yearly fee. We have an executive membership and a regular membership. You can find it on my website at terryfletcher.net under services. But when I, one of the things I find is that a lot of staff members will send over questions where I, they ask a question and I'm very clear that you cannot code for these services based on what you're sending over. And they're saying, okay, well, how can I code for them? I'm like, no, there is no getting around it. So, you know, I, I know I talked about this before. Sorry, I've got a barking dog outside my window. Never barks until I go to record, right? But I, I keep getting these questions and it's like, okay, well, then I just have the last question. How do I code for this? I'm like, you can't code for it. I, how many times do I have to tell you? I mean, over and over again. So medical nutrition, medical nutritional therapy visits the 97802 to 97804 codes. Those codes are not for dietitians to use to, you know, talk about weight loss surgery for nutrition consult, for diet monitoring, learning assessments, reading labels, how to eat out, you know, what to do with protein drinks and supplements. That's not what they're for when you're dealing with Medicare and many um, commercial plans and also Medicare Advantage plans, unless the patient has chronic kidney disease or diabetes. So if you're offering it and those diagnoses do not exist, you cannot report it or you have to let the patient know that you, you they're going to be responsible. You know, I again, I recently had a large group that tried to code these with a nurse visit and they had a refund over $300,000 for incorrect billing. So we appreciate our registered dietitians, our nutritionists, but they are for helping with quality measures for QPP, for PQRS, for MIPS, but fee-for-service billing is tied, and let me be clear if, I, if you don't understand, diabetes diagnoses and chronic kidney disease. There are LCDs everywhere about this, and there's also a fact sheet on this. Um, so you absolutely cannot code for it. And I've been dealing with this with this one, you know, Coding Corner member, and I hope you're listening to this because I know the email back and forth. My last one might have gotten just a little bit, I don't want to say harsh, but abrupt, dealing with this since July. And again, I'm getting the same question. We're still trying to solve our M MNT problem. How should a nutritional assessment um, conducted by a registered dietitian for obesity surgery be conducted? And my response is you can't code it. There, again, if that is not something that is 
agreed to be paid by the patient if they don't have diabetes, if they don't have kidney disease, chronic kidney disease actually, then there is no there is no there is no service. So just because a CPT code exists doesn't mean that payment exists with it. You should know that. And so not everything is covered. And it's it's very frustrating when I think somebody keeps sending over things. And I understand the frustration within a practice where your doctor keeps saying, well, we want to do it. We want to do it. Go ahead and do it. But it's a cash service. It's a non-covered service. Patients will have to pay for it under the No Surprise Act. Remember, you're going to have to tell them because it's a non-covered service. They're going to have to sign a waiver. They're going to realize that these are not reimbursed services by insurance. So you know, give it if you want, provide it if you want, but they may add value to your practice, but they're not revenue opportunities unless the patient has certain chronic conditions. And pull up, Google your, you know, um, national coverage determinations, your local coverage determinations. And I sent this over to this group. So I'm ranting a little bit because I don't know if they thought maybe give me a, a month and I'll say something different my response to, is still the same. You can't bill for it. You just can't. It, it. You just can't. So unless you have those diagnoses. The CodeCast podcast is also brought to you today by Vaseline Lip Therapy, aloe vera brand, Vaseline Lip Therapy. So a couple of things that I also wanted to bring to your attention since we got the code file for the 2024 CPT codes, I just want to give you just maybe a snapshot of what you'll be looking at. Please make sure that you follow my, you know, fourth quarter Medicare update and also my CPT updates um, later this year. The, the fourth quarter Medicare update I have on October 17th through the nschbc.org and on the 12th, so this week, with McVeigh at mcveighseminars.com. So either way, you'll get at least a snapshot of this in writing. But our office visits, office and other outpatient patient visits, 99202 to 99215 are being revised with the time. So right now it says, let's say just an example, the 215 will say on the time area, it'll say um, when using time for code selection, 40 to 54 minutes of total time is spent on the date of the encounter. In 2024, they've revised it say to say when using total time on the date of the encounter, for code selection, 40 minutes must be met or exceeded. And then the next one gives you that um, that maximum. So for example, on the 214, 30 minutes must be met or exceeded. Then 215, 40 minutes must be met or exceeded. So instead of giving you a range of 30 to 39, 40 to 54, they give you what has to be at least met before you can use time for that code. I think they're just trying to be consistent with what, how they did that for uh, hospital codes. We had some additions to surgery. Um, the uh, we also had an add-on nine nine four nine four five nine an add-on procedure um, to a preventative service uh, that is a pelvic exam. Okay, that's interesting. Um, we had some add-ons for spine surgery. So make sure you're looking at two two eight three six to two two eight three eight for interior thoracic. Uh, vertebral body body tethering and then some revisions there as well and we also had some revisions to some of the bunionectomy surgeries so they used to say with bunionectomy now they're just saying the hallus valgus is a bunionectomy so they took out the word with so whenever you see revisions usually it's just a word or two maybe a, a semicolon 
They've added some nasal surgeries and some, um, they call it phrenic nerve stimulators. And so make sure you're aware of that. A lot of surgery codes added um, in the uh, nerve stimulator, cystourothoscopy, uh, how about that? Uh, trans cervical ablation codes, um, ooh, skull, skull mounted cranial neur neuromuscular generators. So those are in the 60,000 codes. And we've had some radiology codes that have been added. So some epicardial cardiac ultrasound codes. They, they're adding once again for congenital heart uh, disease. So just know that those are in the 76,000 codes. Um, the non-invasive uh, FFR, which was in the code set for um, T-code, they've actually added that now in, this, in the radiology code section. Revise some path and lab. And let me see if there's more things here that I want to go over with you. So major surgery, let me just kind of go down here. A lot of um, path and lab U codes. So uh, really looking at informational codes and making sure how to report those. Some medicine services had some added there for venography for congenital heart defects. Looks like in the radiology and some of the medicine section, they're really looking not only at nerve stimulators, but they're looking at more information for congenital heart defects uh, on the venous side. So take a look at that. And since I'm cardiology, I'm going to have to deal with that as well. Um, some group caregiver training um, for uh, activities of daily living codes have been added. So those are some interesting codes. I did also see that there are going to be some codes added for um, some sessions for uh, mental health, but they're for providers that are not necessarily QHPs or MDs. But remember, just because codes are added, I mean, I was talking about this just recently, doesn't necessarily mean they're paid. It just means they've been added. We have a lot of T codes, new technology codes that have been added for uh, different types of leadless pacemakers. T codes mean that um, they may be considered, but they're new technologies, so it's really payer driven. And just be aware of that. Okay, since I have so much terrible background noise today and my weekend is completely booked, which is when I record these, I'm going to go ahead and end today. Um, you saw I had a loss with my Steelers last week, and this weekend we play the Ravens. So I'm a little bit crying in my soup, but pray for me. Hopefully we'll, at 2-2, two and two, we'll get to 3-2, and two, but I'm not confident right now. But at least our quarterback isn't hurt. Anyway, everyone, make it a great day. Make it a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening to the CodeCast podcast. For more information on medical coding, billing, auditing, and compliance, including how to hire Terry, follow Terry on Twitter at TerryCoder1 or visit her website at www.terryfletcher.net. Podcast producer, Joe Kuzma. Music producer, Assassin Music.